So today we're going to talk about how you can make over $100,000 in a single real estate deal without buying another investment property. All right. So this is going to be very exciting. Like we've done this three times so far. And as long as you own your own primary residence, you don't need to buy another property and you can still make $100,000 by forcing the appreciation on the property that you live in. And it's really fun and exciting too, because you are actually living in that upgraded home, right? And we've done it a few times, so we're going to talk about that. Hey there, we're here to put you on the path to a multi-million dollar real estate portfolio. I'm Palak. And this is Nidhi. Thanks for joining us. Great to have you here. The first example is a private residence that we purchased for around 400K. And we're rounding off the numbers just to keep the math simple. We bought it around 400K. This property was very interesting. It had been sitting on the market for a while. And when we did some more research, we found out that somebody had purchased land in the city of Philadelphia. They started constructing a property. It was a new construction. They went out of business while in the middle of the construction. Another builder bought it and they finished the project. And when multiple people do it this way, the renovation is not clean. And so the property had a lot of issues. And so it had been sitting on the market for a while. So we were able to grab it for lower than market value. And we had to be prepared to do some work on it. So we bought the property and a few things that we did was when the renovation was originally started, everybody was doing those cherry cabinets, uh, gold and Victorian style doorknobs and things like that. And then by the time the renovation finished, it was more like all stainless steel. And so what we did was we came in and we upgraded things a little bit, but we fixed a lot of leaks and a lot of other issues that the property came with. That allowed us to, over the course of the next five years, it allowed us to appreciate the property, force the property to appreciate. Um, and by the time we moved out and we were able to rent it out for a few years before we sold it, uh, by the time we went through all of that, the property had appreciated quite a bit. So can you go over how much did we put so, into it and so, how much did it right for? Numbers. We love numbers. So we bought the property for 400000 We put in about $70,000 in rehab. Now remember, this is over a five-year period. So it's not like we had to come up with $70,000 all at once. Uh, we did it piecemeal and that allowed us to put in small, take on smaller projects at a time and use lesser CapEx every time we did it, less CapEx every time we did it. So in five years... Uh, we spend 70K in it. So we bought it for 400,000, put in about 70,000 into it. And then five years later, we sold it for 700,000. Yeah. Right. And so if we hadn't done that rehab, maybe the house would have sold for 500 ish. But because we forced the appreciation using, and we, um, you know, we added a, a little patio deck and we, uh, you know, did a new paint in the entire house, right? We upgraded one of the bathrooms. And so, these are the ways that we that we added value. And then now the house appreciated so much we sold it. And then we were like, wait, we need to do this again because this was so powerful. Yeah. And so we did the exact same thing on the second property. So the second one, we put this entire strategy on steroids. 
because what we did, the second one was a Victorian. We bought it in a neighborhood uh, where there were all the Victorians surrounding it. The houses that were fully renovated Victorians were in very high demand because the houses were 100 years old. They had a lot of character. They were expensive, but not a lot of them were fully renovated. And so we bought this house for around 600K. And what we did was, if you have ever walked through city homes, you know that they're all vertical. So there is usually living room, dining room, kitchen on the first floor. Second floor usually has two bedrooms and a bathroom. And third floor, something similar or a master suite. A lot of homes are built that way. In this particular home, there was no bathroom on the top floor. And the washer dryer was in the dirt basement. And the first floor also did not have a powder room. So what we did was we added a half bath on the first floor. We moved the washer dryer. We, we bought a brand new set of washer dryer that was highly efficient and really great. Put it on the second floor so the flow became better. And then we put a bathroom on the top floor and made a beautiful master suite. And so now it, it became more usable and we were able to add an additional one and a half bathroom. That's right. And so if we this house we lived in for three years, but as you said, this we supercharged it because we this time we added a little bit more to the capex budget, mm -hmm. right? So um, between the two bathrooms that we upgraded and we um, and the washer dryer and all these things that Paula just mentioned, yeah, we did a lot we, more. We did a lot more. We, we we did some some of these other smaller things as well. Yeah, um, we spent about one hundred and twenty thousand dollars on the rehab. Uh, so we bought the house for 600 We put in about 120 into it. And by the time we were done, it sold for close to $900,000, mm -hmm. right? And so, again, we made over $150,000 on, on this project alone, uh, which is quite incredible. And so what we did was before we sold it, we actually bought it, meaning what we did was we... Once the renovation was complete, we took it to the bank and we got a HELOC. Instead of doing a full refinance, we got a HELOC and we were able to get a HELOC for, I think it was around $120,000. So we got that HELOC, we took that money and we used it as seed money to take it to a hard money lender and we bought a 10-unit building with that money. And that 10-unit building, we bought it for three seventy-five. dollars and we put another, do you know how much we put into it? Um, we probably put in easily around $250,000 into yeah. it because it needed a lot of work. Um, we had to put in new bathrooms in some of those units. Uh, we had to update the flooring. We, we had, had a to, bedroom. We had so a bedroom. It, was yeah. a ten, it was a big 10-year project. So yeah, bought it for three seventy-five. put in another two hundred fifty k. It appraised for almost a million dollars. And so we refinanced it. We paid the HELOC back, right? And we were able to put, you know, put, put all of our seed money back. We paid the hard money lender back. Now we had a 10-unit asset. But after paying the HELOC back, we actually sold that second primary home. And now we made that additional money. Yes. And moved it to the next deal. And so this, this is why this strategy is so powerful you can do so many different things to a primary residence. You can finish the basement if the basement is unfinished. Adding square footage, adding bathrooms, adding bedrooms is the biggest bang for your buck. Upgrading kitchens and bathrooms is an amazing way to add equity. And you can take that money 
and you can redeploy it to build your rental portfolio. Absolutely. And and the two really great things about doing it this way, and I would recommend even if you are doing your own board projects or investment property, you should always be doing this as well. Because this is literally, one, you're improving the quality of your life because you're upgrading your own home that you're yeah. living in, right? Uh, and two, it turns out to be a great investment because it mm -hmm. adds value to your own property. And the, the two real advantages of doing it this way is that one, you don't have to bring additional financing because you're doing the, these upgrades in your own primary residence over a period of two, three, four years. Right. Uh, you can do smaller projects at a time. So you can put in 10K one year, you know, another 10, 15K the second year, right? And then you can do, you can pick and choose the projects that you're doing one at a time. And because uh, the second advantage is because you are upgrading your own home, you can manage the project a lot better. Right. right, because you're going to be on site. You're going to be, you know, you live at the property. You can see the kind of work that the contractor is putting in. You can do better quality checks, and so it's such a no-brainer right. uh, that every time we do this, and then we did this again the third time with this house, and you can actually see it right here. You're you're in our Burr project right now, so we renovated. Um, the basement was unfinished. We finished this basement. And uh, we put in our offices. We one of our um, students from the program uh, actually designed this office space. She's an interior designer, and so we gave her our business. She designed this space, and uh, now we have multiple offices on this floor. We have a printer room. It's an amazing space yeah. to work in. And so, you know, a lot of us have right now. Even if you have a W two, a lot of us have the option to work from home after COVID. And if you do renovating a space in your house or adding square footage to add an office space is a really good way to not only upgrade your lifestyle, but also force your property to appreciate. And you should have seen the before for this basement. It was, it was really bad. Like we, we didn't even want to step down here. Yeah. Like we, for the first year that we lived here, we didn't want to come down. Yeah. And then when our friend Rupam, she designed this space, uh, you know, she completely transformed it. And again, it increased the value of our house by much more than the money that we actually put into it, which is so amazing. If you are a professional trying to figure out how to build generational wealth by either building or scaling your rental portfolio, Burkhan 2023 is your place to be. It's coming to Philadelphia on December 8th, and we cannot wait to see you there. And whether you're a new investor or if you have a few deals under your belt, Burkhan is the ultimate place for buy and hold investors. Last year, we had hundreds of real estate investors who connected with each other, learned new strategies and tactics, and figured out how they were going to leverage the upcoming market changes to grow their portfolio. And this year, we're going to do that in person. So whether you're looking for strategies and tactics to scale your business, an amazing lineup of speakers and panelists, or even network with other real estate investors, come to Burkhan 2023. Again, it's on December 8th in Center City, Philadelphia. Prepare for a transformative experience that's going to change the way you think about building wealth and set a new trajectory for your business and for your personal life. Join us. So originally when Niti came in full-time into the business, we were trying to figure out whether we should invest in having an office space outside of our home or whether we should add square footage and do it in the same building as our home. And we opted to do it within our home because number one, the entire reason 
we started this journey was to be able to spend time with our kids. And it's really nice to have this space right inside our home because sometimes our kids are playing while we're working and it all works out. We're all in the same space. But also it allows us to take advantage of unused space within our house and improve the space that we're living in. So it worked out really well for us. That's right. So these are three back-to-back-to-back burrs with your primary residence that we did that you can do today with your own primary residence. So if you're looking at your house right now, think about what upgrades your house could get, right? And um, you know, usually the biggest bang for your buck, so to speak, when it comes to where you can put the money to get the best ROI or the best appreciation for the house, it's typically either adding square footage. So if you have an unfinished basement, you know, that's a great place to start. Um, adding a, a half bath or a full bath is, is another great addition because it increases the value of your property. <clears throat> Upgrading your kitchen or bathroom is another great way to increase the value of your property. Maybe adding new flooring, um, right? There's so many things that you can do. Right. Uh, maybe adding uh, a pool or a hot tub or, you know, making your outdoor patio a lot nicer and building it out. Uh, there's so many things that you can do right. today to upgrade your life and upgrade your um, your living, but also have it go towards the appreciation. And then once, as Palak says, you force the appreciation, you've done the project, you get it reappraised, Right, and you can apply for uh, HELOC, which is a home equity line of credit. Uh, right now, may not be the best way to go for a refinance. And anyway, for our primary residents, we don't like to refinance our house. Uh, often, what we like is to get a home equity line of credit, because that way, if you get, if you do a cash out refinance where you get additional cash out, then your mortgage goes up. And you're paying interest on money, whether you're using the cash that you got out or not. Whereas the HELOC, you have the option to pull it out for certain projects. So now that you have a, say you have a $100,000 HELOC after you force the appreciation and you apply for a HELOC with a bank and get a $100,000 HELOC, you can use chunks of that money for buying properties. And we've done this several times where we'd, we'd, we got a HELOC from our primary homes because we used to force the appreciation we use that money to then buy uh, two or three single family homes or, and use the birth strategy. Now, if you've listened to some of our other podcasts, we talk a lot about scaling a rental portfolio fast, right? And financing and uh, finding the money to do that is a big part of it. And using you know lenders that, that give you the loan to be able to do the purchase and the rehab so that you're not coming up with a lot of cash for every project. And for the little cash that you do need to come up with, this HELOC provides you that right and this i wouldn't say do this every month that is what you use commercial lending and use the scale framework to scale your rental portfolio but if you have the ability to every so often barring your primary residence it allows you to inject a boost of cash a boost of seed money within your rental portfolio growth plans. That's right. And when you do decide to move and buy a second house, guess what? Now you have so much equity in your house that you can use to buy that next house. So just to recap, uh, you know, this is one of our favorite things to do in real estate. You can do it today, as I said, without buying a single investment property. 
you don't need special kind of financing for this. As long as there's a project in your house that you can take on, uh, whether it is uh, finishing your basement or updating a kitchen or a bathroom, uh, just do that. Do one project at a time. Do it for the next few years up until you live that in that house. And then when the pro property appreciates, get that HELOC and get, um, you know, get the forced appreciation. Yeah. And, uh, and, and just to add to that, so many people in our community have done this. Yes. Where... And every project they've made, like uh, so many projects that we've talked about in our community where they made like over $100,000. Angie is doing one right now. Raza from our community made 200 k on his primary residence board project. This has been done many different times. So implement this strategy within your own home. I'm going to give one more pro tip because yeah. I know we're about to wrap this, but one more pro tip. This is, this is absolutely supercharging the supercharged bar okay yeah. so angie that paula just mentioned not only is she doing a primary residence burr but she's also doing a house hack at the same time yes. because she bought a uh, duplex mm -hmm. that she's gonna live in one unit rent out the other but she's also adding value to that property at the same time so not only is she getting the forced appreciation on both the units uh, because she's going to rent out the other unit, that unit is going to pay for her entire mortgage and she's going to live mortgage-free virtually because the rent pays for her mortgage. Yeah. And it's amazing. So there's different ways you can do Burr and uh, supercharge every real estate, other investment strategy that you do. If you do Airbnb, guess what? You can Burr properties and do Airbnb. If you're going to do Burr like we do and acquire so many properties, this is a great way to do that as well. All right, you guys, we'll see you next time. Don't forget, when you're ready to get serious, you can join us at theinvestoraccelerator.com. It's like getting a thousand episodes worth of information in five days, and it's everything you need to build your actionable plan to financial freedom and making work optional.